With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Recorded live. I guess it had a delay. Because I pressed Okay. Okay. So, with uh, um, your last sentence to me, with uh, being consistent and uh, getting away from the overwhelm, I kind of want to set the intention to to kind of, in a way, slow down and take it one step at a time. So for me, I look at this session as taking a, a deeper dive into what all the stuff that we brought last time and really doing it. Yes, and starting to, like you said, I love that about uh, how do you eat an elephant. I've used that for years for myself. You take one bite at a time, and so it's really about chunking all that down. And one of the key things you said was, I really, I know what to do. I know these things. And so part of it is that consistency, and then the other is having that funnel that really works for you. And one of the things that's going to make that funnel really work for you is when you're able to start getting more concise, like we talked about. You have great content. You're just, you were just sharing too many details, and then when people get confused, they don't buy, or they get so much, they go away to digest it. And so I found it interesting when I was making notes today because I always find that whatever we are learning then is what we're going to give or sell to other people. And when you think about what you're learning right now, you're going to be chunking all that down for other people. So you're learning to get clear and chunk it down, and you were overgiving and you're going to be able to really chunk it down for those other people so they can take it in. Yeah. And so I I think that's great to set that intention. And so now it seems like what you're really wanting is what are those those steps? Like what are my next action steps to go away and do over yes. the next two weeks? And you put you put out your newsletter, which I saw... And I went through your newsletter, and it's it's good because it's in, in bite-sized pieces. And so you have your message, and then you actually, since you hadn't sent a newsletter out in a while, I with this one. I haven't sent a newsletter at all. This is, I mean, I was working on this formatting from the template of my one shopping cart, and it was challenging to get it to a point that it looked good, and it still doesn't look good on all... You know how on Google, on uh, Gmail, it looks one way, on Outlook, it looks uh-huh. So all these challenges, but I was sitting for two days, because even if I'd hire somebody, it's like I kind of need, I'm a visual person, and I needed to see what I want, and I think that the next step, once I play with it a little more, is to have somebody clean it up for me and kind of make it look um, that it works. Uh, Right. And that's good, though, that you did it first, and then, like you said, then you can have somebody come in 
and clean it up. Because right now you've got the good essential pieces, a nice message from you that's personal, and you even shared some good things, you know, things that people can do for themselves. And then because this is the first newsletter going out, you're giving a gift that they can take, and you've created that urgency of, I'm, this isn't going to be on my website forever, so go get this, and it's my gift to you. And yeah, then and I, had, I had the glitch that it didn't work. That, oh, it uh, didn't? Downloads didn't work because I, I recently realized after, uh, you know, people telling me that the link doesn't work, that one shopping cart, when I take a code from the database and I put the code in WordPress, there are uh, glitches and mismatches, and I've been racking my brain how to make it work. And then I realized that what I need to do is to not bring the code into WordPress. I need to create like either a pop-up um, opt-in or something that is not integrated in in a WordPress, or else it's a yeah. Problem. So I'm going to have my VA go over my relevant web pages to see if they're working. And okay, yeah. So you're having just all the little technology things to clean up. And it's like once you get them, then you'll have it. And so what you can do is after you get that cleaned up and make sure. So right now if I tried to get it, it would not deliver to me. Oh, indeed. I fixed it yesterday. Okay, good. Because then what you can do in a few days, and once you know it's all a go, you Did can I already, send a... <laughs> I sent yeah. them yesterday. I sent them Good. yesterday a kind of a, um, addendum to the newsletter, and I said that uh, I apologize it didn't work, and I'm extending the deadline to Wednesday night so they can go. But so far nobody – look, they're not responding because I haven't been in touch with them, so I get opt-outs. And I'm fine, you know. I'm cleaning up my database too. Mm -hmm. It is. It's it's that thing about, um, you know, they hadn't heard from you in a while, and so you're going to start serving them more consistently. So they'll start opening your email. You kind of teach them that. One thing you can do. It sounds like you kind of did it. I was going to say, yeah, send out a solo email in a few days, just checking in, making sure did they get their free gift. And in the solo email, it can be very short. And when I send a gift like that in the subject line, I let them know here is a gift for you or downloadable MP3 or something. And those get opened a lot and because people see free gift or free download or something. So you could follow this up with just a solo email, short and sweet, and remind them and say, I wanted to make sure you got it. Because it may take them that first time seeing it a couple times before they take an action. Okay, so when you're sending the solo email, are all of those emails on Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays that you're sending, are are they all in the format of your newsletter or not? No, I only send one newsletter a week like what you have, and it's very similar where you just have it divided into sections and it's short and sweet. Your newsletter is good because... I can scroll through, it looks nice, and it's got bite-sized pieces. I only do that once a week. Then every week I send out what I call a solo email. 
And a solo email is just a text only when you get from people. If you're on anybody's newsletter, you'll notice you get newsletter from them and then solo email. So the solo email is one call to action, one message. It's very short, and it's text only. And so you could follow this up with a solo email where I wouldn't have a message or anything else. It would just say, I wanted to make sure that you got this gift that I was putting out and I you still have a chance to get it before it comes off my website and so then the subject line is very specifically my gift to you free download or something okay got it and Uh, then um, because you have two things here that you could follow up after so you send out the newsletter and then you can send out a solo email about this free gift because people love that. And then you also have this win a 30-minute consultation. So those are two things that both would make a great follow-up with a solo email. But uh, the deadline is already uh, for Wednesday. So I basically followed up yesterday. Okay, good. And um, the deadline is tomorrow, and it's only for people that are sharing it. So I didn't get any emails of people that shared it. And but mm-hmm. I I kind of want to start getting them in the habit. I modeled it from my nutritionist that has it on her newsletter. Um, I I don't I'm not going to do it necessarily every week, but once in a while I I think I would do it. Um, yeah. So I was kind of you know I started to put together a, an Excel sheet with um, just the titles. I, I should bring it up of. Um, the ideas for the blog and the ideas for the newsletter, and I see how my thought process is shifting to uh, think of, okay, what am I going to share with them? Right. So um, I I kind of, I feel that I want to brainstorm with you about, because you said last time, take one, um, like, topic or theme and then tackle it from different angles on the blog and on Facebook and newsletters and emails and all that. And I feel yes. I need some help with, because here again, I, I get overwhelmed by all the different options. And I have- Oh, I know. <laughs> yeah, in the beginning I thought every time I'd write something, because you have such a content and body of knowledge, you're like, but I want them to know this, and I want them to know this, and then it gets this huge thread, and you really want to start thinking in those bullet points of like three to five little things. So you want to brainstorm so that we can just really get one example of a topic that you could then share in all these different ways. Yes, and before we do that, I also want to, um, well, you know about my teleseminar and all that stuff that happened. Mm-hmm. And then I have an event, a local event, scheduled for a week and a half, basically. And I found myself, after the teleseminar, you know, I just run from one event to another, trying to market it and putting um, nuggets of, you know, like um, on Facebook and sending emails and all that and asking people to post. And I've been doing it for over and over and over. And I just, again, it's a one another thing that exhausts me where... I don't really get results. So I even thought, mm-hmm. cancel the event. I have uh, my cancellation policy. I will owe the money, but I'm like, okay, so I'll pay them the $75 or whatever. 
And um, do you I'll, have people coming to it? No, nobody committed. I have uh, one oh, person okay. that says that she's planning to come, but you know, it's it's if I'm not going to market it in, in some way, then it's it's not going to happen to my mind. I can't just sit and meditate and all of a sudden it's going to happen. I wish it no like that. No, yeah. So another news that I got about two weeks ago is that that place that I I decided to do my event at. One of the reasons that I wanted to do it there is because they are sending two emails to their list, and I'm paying them $20 for mm, that. Yeah. And they helped me with the marketing. And last event, I got three people from that marketing piece that they helped me. So now oh, that's good. Yeah, but they're not offering this anymore. So oh. I was disappointed because now all the marketing is again on me. And I'm like, I told them, you know, this is a deal breaker. And I yeah. said, but I already invite, kind of put it out there, so I'll go ahead and do that. But I, I think that a part of my overwhelm is that I'm so occupied in marketing my things that I don't get to do the newsletter, and I don't get to do the blog, and I don't get to do all these things, and then I stay in lack um, from both sides. I don't have the blog, and I don't have the people to, to the event, and I just I feel like that hamster you know that i'm doing 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 and nothing happens right and when you go back to the very beginning of when you're building that system because you have both you you're, you're doing something local live and then the online but you're right that right now that consistent newsletter blog that piece of the funnel is key and that's a piece you're missing because you're trying to hit these other things now, do you think um, blog and do you think? I mean, in a way, where do people coming to the newsletter? Is it from the blog? Because those that are already on my list and I'm sending them the newsletter, if they're not sharing it with others, it's just the same people. Well, because when I do, when I share that system with you of doing it, it starts getting out there all over. So I know what you're saying. You're sharing it with your list then if you're putting it on social media, more people will start seeing it. So every time I do that where I sit down and I write my article, it goes out on my blog, and then I put it in my newsletter. And my newsletter, yes, goes out to people who are already on my list, but then I post the link on social media so new people can find me. I and wanna, people I do write, share it. I want to write the steps because I... Okay. I get it in a linear way, it's, it's helpful. Yeah, so let me take you through the whole system, okay. the way I do it, very slowly so you can see. And I will say it is the number one thing that was the first time. When I did it consistently, I started in a January. I learned it in 2012. I started it in January. I did it consistently. And in April, I sold out my private coaching for the first time and whenever I do it consistently, I always get new clients coming in, and it, it starts working if you just keep doing it. So You mean when you say I sold out, meaning you filled your practice? Meaning I had how many people I could take as private clients at once, and uh -huh. I filled all the spots. And at that time, I was selling a 90-day program. Okay. So I filled all my slots. And from that point on, so that was January to April, April was the first time 
what I consider I I set my goal and I sold it out. And from that point on, my business has been more consistent and full. And that's the system I still use. Okay. That's a that's, uh, very fast result. And the next year, again, in April, sold it out. And then last year, I stayed full all year long. Every time I do it, I sell out. So, yeah, it was it was that difference what happens. And you even think, well, how is this happening? Because in your head, you're saying, well, I'm putting it out there and only these people are seeing it or how do I get people to share? It really starts reaching out and all of a sudden you look like you're out there everywhere and you don't have to know all the algorithms and how it all works. It just it starts working because even if you are writing a blog every week and following this formula, I was also told that once my website had over 50 blogs, all the search engines would start picking it up more, and every time you post new content, the search engines love you. So again, I thought, what's the difference in 50 and 51? But I believed it, and as soon as my blog post went over 50, it went out there everywhere, and I started getting clients all over. over so all these things work together. Over 50 articles, you mean? Yes. If you have, once you have over 50 articles, how many articles do you have on your blog now? I think I have 36, but the last one okay. was 2013, so I don't know if it, it's... Yeah, and well, and that's another thing. Yeah, when you have old ones, the search engines start seeing you picking up fresh new content, and they love it. So when, when I was told that about 50, I already had about 30-something. So I set a goal. I'm going to do this every week until I reach 50, and other people in my program were saying, yes, it really works. And so, again, it was doing all these things consistently. I started showing up in Google. So all of a sudden in Google, in 10, in the top 10, I was in 8 out of 10. And you start showing up everywhere with keywords. Okay. So the best thing is just to start the system and start doing it, even if you don't know how it will all work. Okay. And I think that's been a piece for you. When you put stuff out, you're putting out tons of content, but it's not yeah. consistent. Right. And then it's so much, people are not consuming it. Like right. think about when you put out that stuff that was so much, people are consuming pieces of it, but you want them to consume yeah, yeah. enough that they get to your call to action. Right. Yes. Okay, so, so let's put it together, the streamline system, so the steps. What was that? Oh, can you hear me well? Mm-hmm. Okay, so we said that we will lay out the steps so I have it and I can follow it in terms of the, the Yes. Okay, so I do this on Monday. You can set up whatever system works for you. I like to do it all at once. So what I do is on Monday morning, I sit down and I write my article. So I keep, you said you've just started an Excel sheet or you're coming up with ideas, and that's good because that's kind of what I do. I keep track of anything, inspirations and ideas. I also keep track of things that people are talking about on Facebook 
or people are asking me and things that come up with my clients so I can make it really timely. So I get ideas of what I want to do. And on Monday morning, I sit down and I write my article. And I've learned I used to put too many clickable links in my article. And now I really know one call to action that I want people to do when they read my article. So my article is 90 to 95% content. And then at the very end is 5% of one paragraph at the bottom where I tell them something about me, my work, and I have one call to action. Okay. So I write the article. I just open a Word document and I write the article. Then I go into my website and I post the article and that gives me a link. So now I have that link. So now I go to Facebook and I'm doing all of this at the same time so you can get a system that's so streamlined. Mm -hmm. So then I go to Facebook and I post my article. Okay. So now that starts going out there. Then I open up my newsletter okay, template. Pause uh-huh. for a second. Uh, when you're posting on Facebook, you're posting on your personal, your business, your group, where you put on all of them? Yes. I, I share my article every week with all of them. So it goes to my personal page. It goes on my business page. And then I share it with any of my groups. Okay, got it. So, yeah, you want to share that because that's pure resource for people. Okay. Then, and it'll, then it'll go out all over right. in, in news feeds. Okay, so that now that I've done that, then I open my newsletter template and I put the article in it. And then the other thing I do is I do like what you did, your weekly message. And that's a good one. It's short and sweet. It's very personal. So I like that. So you do something just like that. Okay. Your weekly message. And then in this one, you gave something away to them as a gift. And then you also have your contest going on. And then you tell about yourself. Yeah. So... um So I put my article in my newsletter and I finish my newsletter and then I send my newsletter out to my whole list. And you see how I was was able to open your newsletter in a browser. Right. I, I chose that option. Yeah. So that's a great option because that's the only way I can start reaching people that aren't already on my list with my newsletter. So now you've got that link. So then I go back to Facebook and I will post that. And when I'm posting my blog article and my newsletter on social media, sometimes I'll either just say this week's article and then sometimes I'll say, you really want to read this week because it's about, or, you know, I'll tell them something of why they want to open it. But when I do it on Monday morning, I just get them both out there. So now you have these two links that you created on Monday morning, and now your content is going out there. So all week. Question. 
Uh-huh. Uh, you are doing both article and newsletter on the same day, and you're sending it out the same day, and you're posting it on Facebook on the same day. Yeah, I do all of that. I sit down in one sitting, and I do all of that as one stream-like line activity because I'm writing the article. The article goes in the newsletter, and the newsletter goes out to I, my For list. example, I mean, I would think, to my mind, uh, I interpret it as overwhelming for um, the readers because now I gave in one day so much I mean, the content is basically taking them to the same place in a way. But my thought would be to separate between when the blog is published and when the the newsletter is published so I can spread it out throughout the week and it's not in one day. I can also schedule it. So I can do it with myself in one sitting, but I can schedule it to go whenever I want it to go. Yeah, so you I- can. What, well, your your whole your newsletter's whole purpose is to give them the blog article and then a call to action. So, so you're saying you, you don't want your blog article in your newsletter? No, I'm saying why are you doing it all in one day? Why are you giving it to your people all in one day? Because it's one thing. It's just the blog article shows up in the newsletter, so people will open my newsletter and go to my blog because they're looking for the weekly article. But now I use it all week long. That's what I was going to tell you next. So on Monday morning, it goes out, and then I have those two links. Now all week long, I'll share it. Did you see this week's article? So you're saying you would want to send out the blog link and the newsletter on different days. Oh, that that would be my thought because now I'm I'm sitting I'm writing the article I grab the link I'm I publish the article grab the link post it on Facebook okay so now I'm going doing all this stuff for the newsletter and about half an hour later or 45 minutes later I have the new link from the newsletter and again I'm posting it on the social media because it's in one mm-hmm. city so within uh, let's say an hour or an hour and a half or two. I posted several times this a post that will take them to the same place, and um, I mean, obviously, something is working for you. So I'm kind of, you know, um, yeah. Well, so are you thinking that you're giving people too much when you're posting? You're thinking that they're seeing too much from you um, because they would see both same. links. In a, yeah, because I don't post on Facebook in an hour. If I do in one sitting, I would post something on my business page, something on my personal, something on a group, but I wouldn't post like two or three things on my business page or two or three things on my mm-hmm. Because then the last thing that, I mean, the the, um, the third thing that I posted um, earlier is is now going down and people may not, I don't want to take away from what I posted just now. So I kind of spread it either three times or maybe more throughout the day or I right. it, um, for later. Cause if I oh, want- yeah, I, I post it all week long because, you know, unless – well, the key is to get people where your Facebook page is such a resource that now there are people who come to my Facebook page and read it like a magazine 
or a newspaper, but otherwise people are just seeing you only if you show up in their news feed. So you may think you're posting a lot, but people, unless they're sitting there right then, are not going to see it. Okay. Unless they come to your page. So you're saying you know? if you're posting frequently, it gets in, into the news feed? Or it gets into their, in front of them? Yeah, the only way people see what you put out on Facebook is if it rolls into their news feed when they're online or if they actually come to your Facebook page and read it like a newspaper. Okay. So when you're posting, like right, if I post something right now, the only way you're going to see it is if you're on Facebook and it rolls through your news feed. So you may not be posting. You may think, oh, I don't want to post too much. You may not actually be posting enough. Okay. Although I do see you show up because I'm part of your purple and gold group. So I, you do show up on Facebook. I see you. Yeah, I thought that it works. The more the more you're engaged with certain people, the more you will see their posts. Yes. Once people engage, the algorithm, so the more that you can get people to like, comment, and share, and you engage with people, you will show up. You'll start showing up more in their news feed. Okay, the bottom line is what you said before, that I don't really need to <coughs> understand all the algorithms. If if you post your um, newsletter and your blog on the same day, hour, two hours, and you get the results that you're getting and it's working, then what the heck? <laughs> yeah, I mean, it is, and and that's what I teach. So my clients do that, and it's been working for me for three years now. So I think the best thing with anything like this that I show you is try it and then always make it your own just like you don't have to email on the same days I do but when I have a system like this you can try it because you're thinking oh wait that might be too much but again now my people expect that you know they're going to see that and it's going to come out because then I take those two links and I post them all week long so here's what else I do Mm -hmm. So then all week long, I'll post, did you see this week's article? You really don't want to miss whatever, or it's really great. And then I'll say this week's newsletter. So now you have those two, and you post them all week long. And here's another thing I do, and people love this. So then I open up the article, and I usually do this in the evening. My people tend to be on scrolling at night, and this will get me tons of engagement. So I'll be sitting there at night. I love being on Facebook at night. I'll open my article, and your article is full of your original quotes. So I will just pull a few quotes from my article, and I will post them in a row, and people will start reading them, commenting, sharing, liking, and I'll start talking to them, and it creates tons of engagement. So you see you've created one piece of content that you use all week long in all those different ways. So you're saying that you're posting them in a row? Yes. I open my article 
and I pull like three yeah, yeah, or I, four. I got that uh-huh. You don't need to repeat yourself. I'm just yeah. saying, are you posting them in a row, like one after the other? Oh, yeah, I post them all like right in a row, and people start reading them and commenting and sharing and liking all of them because so, it creates a thread of thought around my where, article. Where do you post them, on your personal? Yes. Yeah, because on the business, people don't see it. On the business. Yeah, people no longer, you're right, people no longer see the engagement like that on your business. This is on my personal, and I post them in a row, and and then it starts engagement. And it drives people then to the blog to read all of it. And at night, a lot of times, people are hanging out on Facebook just looking for stuff to do. And so they see the quotes, and then they go read the article. But you see, it's all your content, but it's and it's all one theme or one thought, and it's repeated all week long, and people can start grabbing a hold of that and being drawn to you. So um, let's see the article. Um, when you post the quotes, you post them with an image or not always? No, I just post them. I just open the article and grab, you know, like two or three sentences at a time okay. and just post them in a row as text. Okay. Now, that's a good point, though, because that's how I've created images that works for me really well, that when I come up with a really good quote, I will turn it into an image, and then I use those over and over again. Right. Okay. okay. And when you do an image like that with your quote, I learned I used to just lead them to my website, but you know how you can buy domain names and then redirect them anywhere? Mm. So, like, when you buy a domain name... I oh. buy mine from GoDaddy. Yes. I I bought a name, and it goes directly to a free opt-in I have. So that's what I put on all my images now. So when they see my image, if they go to that website, it takes them directly to one of my free opt-ins. Okay. Um, so if, when you're writing your blog article, if you come up with a really good quote that would make a good image, yeah, you can make those. I have someone who makes those for me. Yeah. Okay. So now, so what would be my next step now? Is it uh, coming up? Well, no. So I, I'm going back to what I said before that um, I want to. I want to. I want your help in choosing the topic. Yes. I, I, kind I of, think your next step is we're going to yeah. brainstorm so you can yeah. get a next topic. And you can take it through a week because you did a great first step and you got this newsletter out. So now keeping up that consistency. And you can try my formula. Once we come up with a topic, try that formula for a week and then make it your own and see what works. Literally, when I tell you that I started it in January, I gave it 90 days and I just followed that formula and then the results came in. Okay, so, you know, I'm all about from pain to freedom, and it's a big yeah. topic, but this is what I want to, I want to be known for, this is the person to go to when I have tried so many different remedies and so many different things, and I, I don't know where to go anymore. So then I pop on Facebook, an article, and whatever, 
and um, and then you know they read, they get educated, and from there you know there is a call for action. So I kind of want you know to lead the steps kind of backwards, like what I just described, right? So yes, because that's your powerful story. So you want to get that out there, because then those people will say, "Me too." So yeah, from pain to freedom. I didn't know where to go. I was trying so many things. So that's that whole. Here's where I was. Then I did this, and now I'm here, and I have the solution. Okay. And so you want. So your big thing that you're branding right now is from pain to freedom. So yes, now we want to chunk down. What is your first call to action that you want them to do? And then what is your first, then we'll get what's your first content. So right now, as you're bringing new people in or reconnecting with people, what is going to be your one call to action over the next few weeks? What do you want me to do to come back into your world or come into your world? Gosh, what a question. Um, So so some of the... I don't know the first thing that I want them to do. I kind of know the end, and I feel that I need to work backwards in order. Okay, so what's the end? Yeah. So the end if they're signing up with me for half a year or twelve months. Okay, so signing up for six months or twelve months. Yeah, so that's good. We do. We want to know that's what you're going to be selling. So that's going to be your high end offer. Right. Right, so the very first thing for something like that, depending on how you create your funnel, a call to action at first, especially because you're warming up people who haven't been buying from you, can be to get them on the phone with you Right. for, have, for the complimentary consultation. Right, the getting acquainted uh, call. So whatever, whatever you call that, your discovery session or your... Yes. That can be, and that can be its own call to action where you're just, you start giving them value and then you just want them to get on the phone with you. Yes. Because that, that's how I sold all those 90-day programs in the beginning was I started doing a lot of strategy sessions. So that's one call to action that you could do in the beginning because then you're going to create in your funnel. You did the teleseminar. You felt like that didn't go over well that time. Yeah. So, so that may be how we got on the call together, and I was so qualified already. You didn't need to do anything with me. I was, I was ready. I was like hot. <laughs> yes, so exactly. I want you know to build them to get to a point where they're hot. They they tell me why they want to work with me. Yes, and that is exactly what I create, and so that's what you want to create with this system. And so you're at the point, get all that valuable content out there. Because you're right, now, by the time people get on the phone with me, they know they want to work with me and they just have a question or they just want to talk to me. And so that's your, that is your goal. So that's good to know. You're right. So I feel like I'm somewhere between the getting acquainted uh, call and whatever the, the steps before that are, I'm missing out because people are not sure, they're not, they're not sure what I do, how I do, how right. I do. Um, and, and again, I have so much content that they're probably getting lost in the content. And when they talk to me, they're like, they're not sure. So then there is, I'll think about it, or I don't have enough money, or so 
So I need to convey that within my content so when they come, they're not, uh, don't know, and they they're, uh, feel compelled to fill out the form in order to talk to me. So they are initiating, they're like taking steps, not um, I need to pursue them. Yes. So you're, yeah, you're getting, you're really getting that because it's true that right now they're not sure and they're confused and you're getting money objections because they're still looking at how much they're going to pay you, but they're not sure of what they're going to get or the value of that. And so this getting people onto those calls with you and at the same time just really giving them the experience because you just told me a little piece of your powerful story. And so those are things when people start hearing them in your content, you want to start telling over and over the story I told. And sometimes I felt like I'm telling this story so much people are going to be sick of it, but they weren't. And that's the whole, I was running a very expensive hobby and then I had to learn how to turn it into a profitable business because I had to close it down and I created disaster in my life. And so you have a story I was in pain. I didn't know where to go. I tried all these things, and people are going to be going, me too, you know, and they didn't work, and I don't know what to do. And you want to start telling that story because then those people will want to get on the phone with you. So do you and think, uh, I mean, my pain, the the last one that got me to do the forensic healing was an uh, allergy. So many times people don't think of allergy as pain, they just think of it as allergy. And I'm I'm from pain to freedom because, okay, I have my story, but it's not just about the allergy, it's about so many other different things. So yeah, and so I'm going to want to know all those things. You're right, in the beginning. So when you talk about the allergies and really the cost, you're right. Again, so the the message for me with that would be, when you're just living with allergies and they're not even thinking of it as pain, what are you tolerating that you're giving up the life you could be living, your quality of life? You remind them because they may say, you know, people with allergies have just gotten used to it, but you don't have to. Then you're going to be pulling in all the people who are living with allergies and they're realizing their quality of life isn't as good. And then you have more to that story, so you have other pieces of the story. So what's, what's, um, I feel that I get stuck when I'm trying to ask myself what's before the getting acquainted call. I know that it's going to be an action on a blog or a newsletter to get on a call with me. So it's a mm-hmm. call to actions, uh, but um, call to action on blog or end music. So your end thing is right now you're going to get people to sign up for a 6 or 12 month high end offer and that's going to be individually, right? And that's going to be what? Individually, like one to one. It's right now my goal is to fill my practice so I know that I, you know, I, I can focus on building my online program because I'm not, I don't need constantly to focus on bringing and filling up my clients. Like you said, I knew that when I have the streamlined system, every time I want more clients, I just tap into that and I repeat that and I get new clients. So let's say yes. I have a client for nine months, so I know that in three months they're going to end the package, I run the funnel again 
and I know that by the time they're ending, I'm going to have more clients. Exactly, yes, because then you always know, okay, I, I can take two more, I can take one more, and then you start putting out a call for strategy sessions again, and that's how I yes. took myself to a full practice. You're also right on about getting filling those individual clients first because then you're getting that steady money, and then you can start building groups, products, programs and all that's, that. So That's for half a year, and then I start to work on my online program, and then I'm like, uh-oh, in two months, these people are um, finishing packages. I need to get going, so I scheduled those events, but nothing really came out from mm-hmm. them. So and want once to- you're doing a lot of those strategy sessions and you're getting people in there, then you start having that handful of people that, won't step into your program, and that's when a group program can become hot. Right. And then we'll we'll also strategize. Once you get all this going in in place, we'll strategize how you can do local events if you want, but how they can feed into this and do help what you already do. Because, yeah, it sounds like you're doing something consistently a little, and then you run in that direction, and you want all this working together. Like a wheel, kind of doing. I thought uh, I got two uh, phone numbers to do events that I'm not organizing, but I'm going to other people, you know, centers, and they are organizing. So, and I got an email from yesterday somebody that from your group that I met, and we had a networking conversation, and she. Oh, great. Yeah, she sent me a whole list of, she asked me if I want to talk in radio shows and things like that. So she sent me a list of resource, uh, resources that I can, um, that they're looking for speakers and all that. So, um, that's- See, that would be great for you. Yeah, you can look, instead of right now trying to do your own live events, you can look for other people doing events and you could do sponsorships or speaking, and then also that radio shows and telesummit. I spoke on tons of them. I still do. They're great list builders. So so from all of that to offer them uh, a discovery session, let's call it that way, Um, because what I did before in my events, I sold them one session with me so they can feel the work, and then from there, Mm -hmm. I, I offer them the package. Yeah, because we had talked about that where you were offering them a one session, so and then and then looking to upsell them. So you could now just get people into the discovery sessions because the one the one problem with that I told you for a while for a long time when I was building this, I wouldn't offer individual sessions. Because then some people get really full in this work, you know, and they go off to process and eventually they'll want more, but you're really serving them better to get them right away into working with you more than once. But sometimes they get too full and they feel good and they go away. So I wouldn't offer one session. Okay. So, okay. So let's go back to the... Okay. I want to get at the end of the session, I want to know what are my steps in order to lead to yes. that. So, so if you decide that right now the best thing would get to get people into these discovery sessions and you're going to do a campaign 
where your call to action is you're telling your story, you're giving some of your resources and some of your knowledge and value, and then you're inviting people to talk to you, then you'll do that for a period of time and start getting people on the phone with you. Okay. So we're also going to brainstorm a topic. I'm sorry? So, yeah, we're also going to help you brainstorm what you can actually talk about. Yeah, because here we brainstormed about the call for action. Mm-hmm. And, um, now it's like, okay, so I'm telling, I'm telling my story. So let's say the next newsletter, for example. No, I don't know. I have, mm-hmm. I have a blog post where I told my story on that blog post. So okay. I told about my struggle with the allergy and what happened and what I tried to do with the holistic doctor that I was working with and that nothing helped. And then I realized that I needed to take responsibility on my own pain. And then forensic healing showed up, and then I talk about what forensic healing is. And, again, it's one of those long articles, um, So, but it exists. So. Uh, oh, so then you were sharing an article that already existed on forensic healing. Yeah. Okay, but it was a long article, and it wasn't yours? It's, no, it's mine. It's all mine. Oh, it is yours. Okay. Any comments on that article? And let's see. Is it long? Uh, You know what? It's not that long. It's not like okay. other. Yeah. Okay, yeah, so you have some content that you've already created, and so now you're just, what you want to do here, say for the next 30 days, you're going to see how many people you can get onto discovery sessions, and you're going to start getting yourself out there, and you're going to be consistent every week and, and start getting that going. Then you start telling your story. So every article would be parts of your story, and your overall story is that from pain to freedom, didn't know where to go, tried so many remedies and things, and then I finally found what worked. And then and you expand on that. You have all different pieces. And then each, each week, so you're sharing each week some of your story, and then you're also going to share something of value you know how when you're when you're sharing your valuable content, you're giving them information and things to think about, but you're not telling them the things you would do with your paying clients. You're not giving them all the hows or that stuff you say. So each one, you're you're huh? when you're saying expand on my story, you're talking in terms of the the blog article, the newsletter. I mean, I don't know how to dive deeper Mm -hmm. into the story itself. Like I know, okay, I'm telling the story, but what? Right, and so how do you dive deeper instead of just telling that little part of the story? So you're going to think each week, and you you can kind of map all this out, you know, for three or four, you could map out pieces of it. So what you start with, the, the first thing you want to do when, you, when we're brainstorming is 
each week, what is the nugget you're going to give them? What are you going to talk about one piece of your content? Remember when you showed me that content, that newsletter that had all that stuff in it, and then you have all those recordings. Um, so when you chunk when you chunk your content down, what can you chunk it down into? What are little bites of that? So let's think, let's see for a moment, so I can know that I'm on the right track. So if I'm taking yeah, so if you just start talking to me about some of it, I can help you pull it. Just think about some of the content you offer, or. Oh, some of the content I offer or, some, or something that comes up in terms of the story. Yeah, so first, because you know your story, the first thing you want to do is pick pieces of content because then what you do is you weave your story and client stories in that. So each week what you want to start with is the content because you lived your story. So if you and I sat down and talked about anything, you could tell me your story. So what you want to do each week is I actually come up with a bite of one one topic or one little piece of everything I talk about. So what are just what are some things off the top of your head or going through when you were sharing all that content? What are some things you talk about where that you like to share? I talk about the importance of sleep. Because that's when we heal, and if that's not in place, then um, uh-huh. it's really hard for us to to get where we want to go. That's the basics. We need to process what is not um, serving us. So that kind of sounds like importance of sleep. So it can be kind of its own thing because you can dive deeper into that. Also, you just brought up the basics of healing, and so you can tell me you know, how you interpret it, right off I'm thinking, yes, people don't realize that when they're trying to heal, when we're not doing those very basic, the basics of healing, we can't support ourselves. Things like people are stressed, they're not sleeping, they're not eating right, whatever all those things are, and then they're saying, well, I want to get better, I'm trying to get better. So do you talk about things like that along with sleep, the the basics? I also of healing. Have, um articles as well that I wrote about about these things. So Oh good. Another so, thing Yeah, go ahead. So think about this when you're doing your content. So if we were to you would have your own language around it, but just say we started with the basics of healing and you have all this content you said around all the things people maybe aren't paying attention to. So if I started with the basics of healing and then one of those is sleep and then you have more. So what else do you talk about? Um, So I talk about taking time off and relax because people tend to pack their schedule and they just run, 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 and then they're chasing themselves and then their body is like collapsing and it's trying to tell them that, hey, there's something wrong. I can't be like that. So they think their body bothers them, but how do they bother their body? Oh, I like that. Yes. Body bothers them. So they're looking at it as, wow, my body's not cooperating with me, but they are bothering their body. See, that right there, just that one thing you said, 
that's a great nugget. I mean, that can be its own article about you told me people taking time off and why they need to do that because their body collapses. That happens to people all the time. And you're going to create a perception shift where I'm going, why isn't my body working for me? My body's bothering me, but you're telling me I'm bothering my body. Yeah. Then I bet you could tell me all kinds of ways I'm bothering my body. So then that becomes a deeper dive. I'm bothering my body if I don't give enough sleep. <laughs> and and then other ways, you know, you can tell me. So right there, you could do a whole article on, on what you just said about taking time off, why it's important. We always have to remind people the effect, the pay, you know, what they're paying, the price they're paying for not doing that. And that's a great little theme. So see how you've pulled one thing? I mean, you have hours and hours and tons. But if I can take 15 or 10 minutes and read that, you just shifted my thinking just by saying your body bothers you, but you're really bothering your body. It created a shift in my brain. Now I'd be open if you told me three to five ways that I am bothering my body. Because you've created the shift in my thinking. Now, tell me. So one of them is sleep. Um, and, um, you know, other things. So not taking time off. Oh, oh, I thought that would be a, a different topic. The sleep is one topic and the, the body. Yeah, they are. Yeah, so see, you're you're going through this. Yeah, you could have a whole article on the importance of sleep. And so you're going to spin this in all different ways. And it all works together. So when you're talking about going wide or deep, so right there as we're brainstorming, I would read a whole article about sleep. So if you started telling me the importance of sleep, you're going to weave in there your story. You can weave in client stories, any research, any of those things you have. And then if you gave me one one tool or one thing I could walk away from that article to help myself with sleep. Okay. That's all I need. I have a question. I'm thinking of my eclectic list that is compiled from um, home-based business owners because I've done that portion recently. Mm -hmm. And, you know, some people that are interested in healing and things like that and some singles. But we're all kind of going, you know, singles, sometimes don't sleep well and sometimes have pain and also home-based business owners have pains and has some kind of a pain in a way. Um, Like, for example, a title like not sleeping well is holding you back from your success or from... Exactly. Yeah, so you're very aware that your list right now is made up of home-based business people, singles, and people interested in healing, holistic health. And so in doing that, yes, right now you're speaking to things that would fit for all of them. And then you'll start getting feedback. And then you could do an article. Right now you want to be getting out there and speaking to all of them. Then you could at some point do an article that focused on any of those groups. But what you just said about success, everybody, yes, it could be – it can be – not getting enough sleep can affect you in all those areas. Your health, your success. Your finances. 
your finance, all of that. And so in the article, you can give examples that speak to different ones of those because then you want to start dropping in there. When I'm working with my clients who are running a home-based business, so they're in charge of their own schedule, they're not getting enough sleep because they don't ever clock out See, then you can then people go, oh, she has clients who are home-based business. Or you can say, when I was working with one of my clients who was a single person and looking for love or balancing their life, then you can speak to different ones of those with your examples. When I had a client come to me for healing because she had allergies, and then you can talk about your own story. Then, then I would want to hear, how did you have to learn about the importance of sleep? So you want to remember, it's going to be three components in everything. You're going to give me valuable content with a nugget to take away, and that's the focus when you're brainstorming. Then you weave in your story and stories of clients or even just people you've ever helped or people you know that you helped. Because then I'm learning about you, and now I want more of you, and I'm learning that you have clients and you help them, and then you're helping me. So, yeah, so right there you're already touching on, you could have a whole article on the importance of sleep and dive really deep. You could have another article about taking time off. So with something like that, how you make it personal with your story is right away you can say, I was reminded of the importance of taking time off. I just got back from I gave myself a personal retreat or whatever it is. Then you go into body collapsing when your body's bothering you, and then you share the information. Yes. And and then, like I said, then within that one, you could tell me examples of how I'm bothering my body or what I can do So the opposite of bothering your body is to start supporting or taking care of or building up your body. So then you can tell me, because right here you told me just in your newsletter, you reminded me to take an Epsom salt bath. And, you know, clients love, my my community loves, because I'm big on Epsom salt baths too, sometimes they just love those little nuggets of reminding them or I'll tell them something about coconut oil And it's always like what I've done, and then I remind them to do it. So you're on the right track with that. So what would be another, right there you've come up with a couple, the importance of sleep, taking time off. I have a a long blog with like uh, how many, Uh, 15, 15 ways to raise your vibrations. So I took one of them and edit it in in the list here. And I can basically go one by one and make each of them a topic by itself. Yes. Um, So it's minimize exposure to negative people because when we are emotionally drained by other people and we let ourselves, you know, buy into the suggestions, we we lose energy, and energy is uh, needed for us to to be balanced and aligned and healthy. So So I love that you already have that because this is the perfect example of going wide and deep. So wide, you take that article and you give me a short article where you say 15 ways to raise your vibration. You tell me a little bit about raising my vibration and then you just give me the 15 ways 
but you don't write a huge thing on each one. Then you write a blog article on each of the 15. So you go wide in the first one, then each of those becomes its own. And I can and link, then I, I can link from the long article to each article, short article for those that are interested in more. That's what you're saying, or you said something? Yeah. So as you're, yeah, so that's what I do with everything is you pit, you do that when you have something that's three, five, seven, fifteen ways. That gives you content. I mean, with fifteen, that gives you content for ninety days. And you're giving people bits of the same thing so they can consume it all. So you write the one article about raising your vibration, the importance, your story a little bit, and then you just give me the 15 ways. People love bullet points. Then you say, over the next weeks, I'm going to talk about each one of these. Then every week, you write an article about one. So now I'm going to follow. I'm going to go, oh, did I miss 11? Oh, I want every one of these. I'm going to open your email. I'm going to make sure I don't miss one because now oh, I'm into this oh, topic. I lost you somewhere. So where where do you um, let them know that it's going to be like a series of 15? In the last, so when you write the first article in the last paragraph, so you've written the whole article, my 15 ways, in the last paragraph, you say, in the next few weeks, I'm going to be writing every week on each one of these. I'm going to tell you more. I'm going to give you a tool for each one that you can use in your life. You just write a paragraph. So then say, so now then week two, you're going to write about the first one. So whatever number one is, you're going to write all about that. So now you're going to go really deep. And at the end, you're going to say, to see the list of all 15 and find out more about 15 ways to raise your vibration, and then you give them the link for the first article, then every week you can remind them that it's a series and you can link them to the first article. And that's in the blog. And that's, yeah, in the blog, your last paragraph will... will remind them that it's a series and give them the link. Okay, very good. And then, see, then when you go on Facebook and you say, this week I gave you the number three of 15 ways to raise your vibration, and then you remind them to go look at the very first one that has all 15 and go to my blog for if you missed one and two, then you're using that same content that with 15. That'll take you through 16 weeks, four months. Yeah. And I'm following it and following it, and you're giving me something of value every week, and then you're inviting me in every blog to find out how this can apply to you or to find out how I can help you more, whatever you start letting people know that you do some complimentary discovery sessions every month and that they can get one and get on the phone with you. So that can be like a, almost a signature in every blog of mine for now to for the discovery session? Yes. Every blog article you write, same thing. You want one call to action at the end. So the, the article, the blog article is all content, like 90 to 95%. Yeah, yeah. And I, I, 
understand that, but I'm <clears> asking <throat> do you think that right for the next period of time in each of these blogs, the call for action should be the uh complimentary uh discover the discovery session? Yes, given your goals right now, you're not selling a program there that's timely or anything else, and you really and I think it's the best goal right now. You want to get that handful of private clients with that steady money coming in. So I think you want to do a consistent call to action. And that's what I do when I'm getting new people into strategy sessions. That's all I invite. Every newsletter, every solo email, I remind people. I do 10 of these a month. I still have some left. I've opened my calendar to talk to you and get one and why they want to. And so you, again, you want one call to action, and that would be the best one for you right now. Okay, so I have another question. I'm kind of thinking long term that there will become a time that maybe I'm not going to do these um, strategy sessions just, you know, just like that for everybody. Right. So I don't want to need to go back to the blog and edit the blog because that's going to be more work. Um, Should I use a script? that thing um, that can be for both, like uh, check if you if I'm giving um, discovery sessions at this point in time, or you know, I, don't, I, I don't know. Well, I, yeah, that's a great question because people do go back and find your articles. When If you even go back to one of my old articles and it invites people to strategy sessions, you know, do you have a form? It always takes people to my contact page. So the only thing that's going to happen, even if people see my any old blogs, they're just going to fill out the form. And what's that going to tell me? That that is a potential new client. So it will never hurt you to be receiving those forms because when they fill out the form, it's not a guarantee that they get a session. You don't ever send them straight to your scheduler. They fill out the form. So what's great is when you have more coming in, say you get a form and you're about to, to and you're in the middle of launching a group program, you then know that they may be interested. You always get to pick whether you're actually going to do a session or not, but you're collecting potential clients to follow up with. So always just have it go to your contact page and you have a form that uh, feeds people directly into your system. Yeah, and that's already in place. Yes. So that way you'll always get them and it always tells you somebody took the time and then you can follow up with them in whatever way is appropriate for what you're doing. Wonderful. So then it's good forever. Do you think that from your your content there is a, an audio that you would want me to listen to or something you wouldn't want me to do in the next two weeks that fits where I'm in the stage that I'm at, to the stage that I'm at? Something that would help you with that? Yeah, let me look at that. Or, and, or and maybe you've done on um, like Facebook. I don't know if you've done a call on that. Like, we kind of touched a little bit uh, on the, um, what was it that you said on Facebook? Like to post that you're posting uh, uh, in a row or things like like little tips that you already Little tips about. for Facebook? Yeah. Okay, have, yeah. I'm just thinking what could fit this. Uh, what could fit you right now? As I'm diving so, 
Do that. you like the content of the 15 ways to raise your vibration to where you would want to do it as a series? Yeah, that's very yeah, good. Yeah, I mean, I like it, and it's it's stuff you already have. So um, you could do that with a blog series and incorporate it in your newsletter and just start inviting people into those sessions because then there's going to be more strategies with that same content there'll be more ways you can repurpose it. And I don't want to overwhelm you or fill you too much, but know okay. that once you do that, we can continue to repurpose this. Okay, so do you think I should cancel my event? If you feel like you should right now, if you feel like um, you know you have these other things to do right now and you don't have people signed up, then cancel it until you get your head around it again. And we can do some strategizing for ways to to do a live event and roll it out in line with all this that you're doing. So we can take some time to specifically talk about live events. My because they're a great strategy, but you want to be really it. clear. I, you know, I really love teaching. It's one of the things that I really, really love doing. I'm more yeah. disappointed that I'm not going to be able to talk in front of people versus anything else. But my yeah. dilemma that where am I putting my time in the next week and a half? I've been I've been yeah. putting so much time into putting all these pieces or nuggets on or bites on Facebook and you know flyers around and talking to people and all that. But I feel that I'm pushing the car. So if I've done that and I feel that then why to repeat the same pattern? I want to break those patterns and not do things in the same way. I want to structure it in a way that it comes to me and and so in the next week and a half, instead of writing this, this blog post and uh, the article and fixing my, my system and my web pages that everything is working and all that stuff, um, should I really put effort into trying to market it? So No, I, I agree because this is more important right now and because you don't have people for that, uh, just to put that on hold and get all this rolling because this will become, you'll find your own rhythm and system for how you want to do it. And if you focus on this right now, because this is also something when you're talking about, you talk to somebody about speaking on other people's events, when you have all this rolling out and this content and it's out there, you could take this content and speak on somebody's radio show or telesummit. Mm -hmm. So, I think you should concentrate on this system and doing this right now. I think you're right. We could even then build a live event around this. But, yeah, it's scattering you too much right now, so get this going first. Oh, I, I need to let it go. I, I, yeah. It's hard for me to let it go, but I think that's what Yeah, I'm... and I know you love teaching, and so we want to incorporate that in. And now always watch, as you're rolling all this out, you may – stir some things up where you start attracting opportunities. And so I would hold the intention. I don't know how I'm still going to get to be teaching right now, but I love teaching and I'm open. So that's the energy part. But with the physical taking action, you have this plan and you want to focus like that fire hose on this plan. But when you're setting your intentions and sitting in your energy, I would love any opportunities to take this out and teach it live and see what you can attract that you're not having to market and put together. Because you even said that one thing where you said, oh, when the other people were marketing it for me and it brought people in, 
So just hold that intention. Don't feel like I'm not going to get the opportunity. Just see what could show up. So maybe I don't need to officially uh, cancel it. I I can. I, I'm trying to. Uh, it, here's where it's it's like. On one hand, it's hard for me to let it go because it's already out there. Um, maybe instead of putting too much effort, but here I'm saying it and the energy feels wrong. Like I can put just three nuggets throughout the week and, and I'm like, whoa, I don't want to do it. I don't want to do it. No, the energy doesn't feel around it. I think you should not do it right now and and really do this, what we're talking about, and just really focus on this and dive in and get this system going and get into this content. Because when you're talking about this content, it has great energy around it. You know it and you love it. Just start getting out there, and then we'll watch for other ways to do that. But right now, it just feels very heavy. Yes. Okay. And it's not where you need to focus. If it's going to pull you away from doing this, yeah. this is the one thing. You have a plan for the next few weeks. Because we'll talk again in two weeks, and you will have put out two weeks' worth, and so then we can check in again, and then we can see what's shown up, and we'll, and then we'll go from there. Okay. And, and something that uh, we kind of became aware recently is that our landlord, she wants to do some construction work this year at our place, and she said it's going to be every couple of weeks that workers will come in. She wants to change windows. She wants to put... Uh, solar panels, and I'm like, whoa. And she said, I know that you both work from home, and I'll try to make it yeah. possible, but this is like just the, the construction and the dirt and the cleaning and all that. So I said to my husband, maybe we're not ready financially, but I think it's a catalyst for us to move. Yeah, it may really be. Yeah, because are we ever going to be ready, or maybe we need to move first in order to steer this whole thing up to kind of with all that coming up because yeah you working having a place to work and being able to do what you're doing so again open up is this an opportunity for us to create a new space because you're creating movement you're doing new things yeah so that's why in a way the energy i want to gear towards the non-local clients so when this gets in motion i move and i have clients and I have yes. the opportunity to speak here, but then I'm, I'm going to get clients from here. You know, I can come here once a month. Uh, I don't want to come every two weeks. So, um, yeah, so I, I really feel more strongly going in this direction versus repeating my old stuff with the events of trying to push. I agree, and then we'll we'll start building those in again. Did you send out your last newsletter yesterday? No, I decided that I want to do it on Friday. Oh, on so Friday. Friday and yesterday I did the kind of correction email. Um, okay, so that means so you'll send the next one out this week. Yes. And then the next one out next week, and then we'll be talking right after that because we'll be talking the 23rd through the 27th. Okay. Yeah. Um, and I, so you will have gotten two out by then. Right. And, and I need so to get then, going. Yeah. And then we can see how that's going plus the next things. Wonderful. So, so what, let's uh, see. What um, we are 
February, March. March 10, 24. So the 24th is good for me, like two weeks um, from today. Okay, what's a good time for you on the 24th? I think that one, my time, would be better. Okay, so one, your time, you're in California. So that is two, my time. Two, it's now, uh, what's the time there now? It's three? It is, um, well, I'll be in Texas. I am in Georgia right now, so I'm on Eastern. Okay, gotcha. But I'll, I'll be home so yeah, so you're you're on Pacific. So what did you say? Um, one one your time? Yeah. Oh, one your time is three my time. Yeah, I see what okay. you're saying. Okay, so three one o'clock your time on Tuesday the twenty fourth. Yes, and we so can as your line again, uh-huh. so I can record. Yeah, so I'll do that again. I'll call in so you can record. And um, so also, as you're sending these out, I'll get to see them, but message me or email me with what's going on as it's happening or if any questions come up, and then we will talk again on the 24th. All righty. Thank you so much. Okay, good. I'm excited. So just dive into this and, and get going with it. And I appreciate the extra time. I am noticing it. <laughs> okay, yeah. Well, I like to get the loop closed, and, and so I feel like we needed to get to this place. Okay. So Thank you, I'm Michelle. flexible with that. You have a great day. Thank you. You too. Bye-bye. Bye. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.